Podcast Answer Man, episode number 118. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and here today we are going to be answering more of your questions related to podcasting, new media. We're going to talk about doing live shows, mixing audio video feeds, questions about WordPress feeds, all of this other stuff, recording Skype calls, and even how to get your own cartoon image for an avatar. All that right here, right now. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning into this additional episode of the Podcast Answer Man. And just want to say a quick word of thanks to all of you out there who have been buying audio equipment from me here at PodcastAnswerMan.com. Uh, during this slow economy, I can tell you it's just very much appreciated. And I thank you each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart. And also special thank you to all of those that I've been working with as a consultant for setting up your podcast and just recently did some uh, fun work with some folks creating some really cool websites. And MyStreetUSA.net is a site that I just designed uh, this week with one of my clients. Anyway, so again, special thank you to those folks who have been uh, using me for, for their needs to fill their uh, podcasting needs. It's awesome stuff. All right. So with that, I am now going to turn immediately over to your guys' questions. And we're going to start things off with a question from Hank Davis. So Hank, take it away. Hi, Cliff. This is Hank Davis with a question for the podcast answer man. Up until recently, I've always done audio only podcasts. But ever since I started playing around with Camtasia for the PC, I've been releasing a few screencasts here and there. Is it okay to release audio and video in the same RSS slash XML file? Or should you always create a separate feed for both audio and for video? Just wanted to get your take on the subject. Thanks a lot and keep up the great work. Hank, thank you very much for that question. It's an excellent question and one that I still deal with myself and ponder every now and then. Now, for those of you who have been longtime subscribers to the podcast Answer Men, you happen to know that this is one particular show where it's primarily audio. Uh, there are a lot of audio um, files out there. And in fact, I would say probably about 90%, 95% of all of the, maybe even 98% of all of the episodes that have been released here are all audio in nature. And the, the nice thing I, I love about audio is that it just is so much more flexible as far as where you can listen and stuff like that. It, it's, it's not distracting while you're in the car, while you're on the treadmill, you know, or out walking through the neighborhood, mowing your lawn. There, you can do so many things while you're doing uh, listening to audio that if it were video, it would be at the very least be distracting. And so um, I, I'm, I'm a huge audio fan, not to mention the fact that in audio, you can spend a couple hundred dollars and get the same sound that radio stations pay tens of thousands of dollars for uh, as far as professional quality sound of your podcast. And when it comes to video, that's just not the case. You can't just spend a, a couple hundred dollars and get professional quality video that looks just as good as as you know any standard television station. So um, I, I I stick mostly to the audio end of things, but occasionally, like you, I will get the urge to record a video screencast t tutorial. 
And I've certainly done that here on Podcast Answer Man. I did one about the social network plurk a long time ago, something that I've kind of abandoned um, in the more recent recent months as I've tried to pursue a more balanced life. And and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, um, not in this podcast, but in another podcast. And in fact, I'll be announcing that podcast a little later in the show, so I won't go there. But anyway, I did, I, I've done some screencast tutorials. I've randomly have released a few of those here on Podcast Answer Man. And also, um, I've done some video reviews. So basically, it's kind of like a, an unboxing and talking about certain pieces of equipment. And I've, I've done those here on Podcast Answer Man. And I think I even did like an announcement that I just wanted to record one day about uh, me going to CES to cover that for Panasonic a while back, um, which is a whole nother story of its own. But, uh, you know, anyway, I, I remember recording that announcement as just like this little point and shoot video camera uh, recording that I did and I released. So I, occasionally I do release those out. Now, the question isn't so much what do I think about it? It's it's what does your audience want? And this is something that I would do. I would I would release one down the tubes, if you will, down the feed. And 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 I would see what kind of feedback you get. Now, here's a, just an example of some feedback that I've got from some listeners here. This is just an example. Um got many like this, but here's what Wayne had to say one day. So, Wayne. Hi Cliff. This is Wayne from Wayne Henderson Voiceovers, and I just wanted to call in for the Podcast Answer Man podcast and just thank you uh, for all of the cool uh, episodes that you've been coming out with lately. I've enjoyed just about all of the Podcast Answer Man podcasts, but lately, you know, all the stuff about WordPress plugins and things tying to that, and then some little video podcasts, it's all good, and we're loving it, Cliff. Thanks. So there you go. So he was talking about all the recent episodes that I've done and he even said, you know, occasionally that video podcast, you know, those video podcasts that you're putting out, loving it. And that is the overall general feedback that I got. Most of the people that wrote in said they really like getting that. Um, I, I did get people, you know, a couple emails here and there. Nobody said, Cliff, please don't send the video. Uh, but uh, I got a couple people say, I really like the video on an occasional basis. I hope that you continue to 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 make the um the audio episodes your primary focus and and that is the overall theme of what i'm going to suggest to you it is i think you need to um it, it, this is just my own personal oh by the way let me give you another example weekly lost podcast has now 218 episodes uh, released and i released a video episode uh, quite some time ago, gosh, maybe even six or seven months ago. And we did an entire episode where we recorded it as a video podcast. And I thought, you know, in, gosh, I can't tell you how much work went into putting that together and, and to making it available. And I was blown away by the response. It was, it was just absolutely, we do not want video. We want audio. And and that was what that audience wants. They they did not even want a random episode of video. They they have come grown accustomed to video, and 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 I had a couple. I, I had maybe three or four people who said, if you want to put out a, a a a video episode every now and then, go ahead. But it was but it was overwhelmingly we want audio. You know, please keep it audio, or at least if you're going to release a video episode please also make the audio available. Um, It wasn't necessarily that they weren't saying, don't send us video down the feed, 
But they were like, listen, if you're going to make an episode, please make the audio of it available as well. Um, so so I, I guess maybe that's a little bit more clarification there. I would say here's here's my philosophy. I think you need to decide what the format of your podcast is. Uh, first and foremost, this is this is especially for those of you who are just now thinking about getting your podcast started. Um, or if you've just started, really decide, am I an audio podcast or am I a video podcast? One or the other. Choose. Uh, because I, I, I really firmly believe you can only do, you know, it's, it's very difficult to pull both of them off with, with, you know, with excellence, if you will. Now, with that being said, I would say that as long as you are fairly consistent and conform to what your format of your show is, your audience probably will be okay with the occasional other version. Now, for example, um, a, a great podcast that I watch in video format all the time is geekbrief.tv. And I love Callie Lewis. I've in, interviewed her here on uh, Podcast Answer Man quite some time ago. But I love watching geekbrief.tv. Now, she also does an audio geek brief, and it's it's more of like a, 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 a tech radio talk show. And to be honest with you, it's not because I don't love Callie or anything like that. I just don't listen to that show. I never have listened to it except for maybe five or ten minutes of it one day. But for some reason, I just don't have any appeal. You know, the appeal for that is the short, easy-to-consume video format she's you know usually five minutes per day video format now i'm very glad that she doesn't throw the the audio of her show down the video feed because it, it, again nothing against Callie. Callie, i love you uh but i just have no interest in that and i would consistently be going and deleting that now with that being said if she were to okay if she were to put that into the feed i'm i'm a big enough fan of her podcast that I don't think it would frustrate me. Does that make sense? So because she because she's developed such a rapport in and and a regular spot in my in my listening or my viewing routine or my podcast routine of of, of consuming uh, content, I would I would totally put up with it. And here's the other side of it: if she were to put it in there, and occasionally I was I just really bored and didn't have anything else new to listen to. I might click on that audio and I might listen to it. But at the same time, I know that she has that available. And I, you know, it, it, do you see where I'm going with this? It, 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 the answer to your question isn't black and white. It's not black and white. It's something that you're going to really need to, to listen to your audience about. Um, you want to get their feedback. And, you know, and, and the thing is, the truth is you're going to get feedback from both people, both sides. You're going to you're going to get some people that love it, some people that despise it and some people who are indifferent. And you have to kind of just gauge for yourself. Where do you want to be? And the, the good thing is, is that, you know, do you have your pulse on pulse on the community? Do you know what's best? You know, and, and, and are people going to be willing to put up with what you consider to be best? And what I've what I've found here for Podcast Answer Man is if I want to release a sh- and by the way, video, if you're doing audio and you want to release video, don't make the video long. I mean, if you're if your shows, my show here is anywhere between 20 minutes all the way up to an hour. 
you know, and I put out one video episode and I think it was that plurk thing that I did. I think that thing was like 22 minutes long. That was a bit long in my opinion, but it carried out its function and it went over okay. So, I, you know, I, I really have a hard time here, Hank, answering this off the top of my head. Um, I really believe that it's a case-by-case basis. It depends on the content. It Number one, it has to be 100% relevant to what your content is normally. So, for example, you know, Podcast Answer Man, putting Plurk uh, how-to video was right on the edge and on the fringe of what would be appropriate for Podcast Answer Man. And I felt like it was, you know, social media. This is a great way to connect with the audience and stuff like that. At the time, I was pretty excited about the possibilities of Plurk, and I was upset with the, you know, the, you know, Twitter at the time was having some real connectivity issues on a consistent basis. Uh, and and again, since then, I, I I currently I post updates to Plurk, but I don't really ever get the chance to to go and check Plurk updates and of other people and and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and again, I'll talk about that on another podcast that I'll be announcing here in a few minutes. But anyway, with that being said, I, I would say you're completely fine if you're going to maybe one episode out of every 10 or 15 as a short little video screencast. If you're going to be doing, you know, if you have the inspiration to do a lot of screencasts, so let's just say you're going to do three audio episodes and then you're going to do a, a video screencast three audio and then a video i would su- i would suggest possibly at that point in time creating a video feed and an audio feed and occasionally releasing a video into the audio feed just to say hey did you like this did you know we have more video in an entirely separate feed this is just a sampling of what we offer on the video version of our podcast, um, I, I would suggest going down that route. But I, I will tell you, we're, we're most of us are creatures of habit, and I like getting my content. Now, I will tell you um, where this went really bad, and this isn't the difference between this isn't the difference between audio and video. This is just the format of short daily versus long weekly. And Techzilla is a podcast that I was subscribed to. And Techzilla is a week, well, first of all, it's a daily tip podcast, but it's also a weekly long format format podcast. And I really enjoy their long weekly video format. I, 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 it reminds me of the old days of the screensavers, and so it has a lot of that feel to it. And it's usually, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm guessing anywhere between 30, 40 minutes in length. It could be longer, I'm not even sure. But I really enjoy that. But in the same feed, they're also pumping out these short, you know, two minute or less daily Techzilla tips. And I despise those because a majority of those are very Windows focused and they're very, they're, they're very, very uh, basic. And so I have no interest in that. And some, and I like my RSS feeds generally to say, hey, I want you to download, I want you to check and uh, get the feed but only keep the two most recent episodes. I don't want you to keep a bunch of video on my thing. If I didn't watch it, then blow it away. Only keep the two most recent. And the problem I was having is that I would go to watch Techzilla and the two most recent episodes were um, were those daily tech tips. And so, you know, it, it just got frustrating. Sure, I could change my settings for that particular show. I didn't want to. 
So you know what I did? I actually went into their site and they had it um, where you could choose some particular feed where it would only give you the weekly updates. And so I finally went in and I did that and I was so happy. But then just recently something broke on their end and all of a sudden it started sending down the daily feeds with the weekly feed again, even though I was subscribed to a very specific feed. Now, it, that may have been a temporary issue. I don't know, but it cost them a subscription because I just unsubscribed. It's like, you know, forget it. It's too much work. But then here's here's the thing. I had the other day I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to start working out on the treadmill more. And I'd like to be able to watch video sitting up on the treadmill of, you know, of different shows. And so, you know, it's like, OK, maybe I'll give Techzilla another try. And I, I browsed their site for just a minute, and I'm sure it's still there, the where you can go and find the feed without the daily tips. I'm sure if I would have tried hard enough. But I, I looked for just a minute, and I didn't see it. And so you know what I did? I actually went to Yahoo Pipes, and uh, you go to, I think it's pipes.yahoo.com, and you're able to take an RSS feed and create filters. So I took this RSS feed, and I created a filter and say, listen, I want to subscribe to this feed but I want you to filter out and completely do not show me anything in this RSS feed that says daily. If it says daily in the title of that of, of that particular entry, remove it. And so I did that and then I have a, a Yahoo pipe feed and then I went ahead and sent that through FeedBurner so that FeedBurner always has a cached version of that feed. And then I subscribe to my own. And so, matter of fact, I, I can't remember the name of it. It's like feeds.feedburner.com slash tech. I, I don't even remember what I created. But anyway, but now I'm only getting, because I filtered out all the dailies, I took their main feed, filtered out all the daily episodes, and now I'm getting just the weekly updates of the Texilla. So I, I was that adamant about not getting the things that I didn't want. And it's so much that at one point I actually just unsubscribed from their podcast for a couple weeks. So, you know, you really have to feel for your audience, get a feel for your audience. Ask them. Don't be afraid to ask them. You know, as far as I know, I've, you know, I don't know if Techzilla really ever said, you know, hey, what do you guys think about these tech daily tips or anything like that? But I think that's one of the things I love about podcasting is and how you can build really great relationships with your audience is just always ask them, what are you guys thinking? What do you guys like about this? You know, is there something you would like me to do more? Put together a survey. Go to surveymonkey.com and ask your and, and put together a free survey and ask people what they want from you. And and that that's another great tip. So anyway, we're going to move on to two more questions here. This uh, I'm going to play them back to back. The first one is from Chris Oatley and uh, it deals with live shows. And then we're going to move on to another question about live shows. So Chris Oatley, why don't you start us off here with the live show questions? Hey, Cliff, this is Chris Oatley calling from Los Angeles, California. I was just calling because I wondered if you could do an episode on uh, how you do your live shows now. I know in the past you've done a podcast answer my episode on uh, talk shoe and on uh, I think maybe there was even one where you talked a little bit about you know taking live calls and so forth. But I'd love to uh, have sort of a behind the scenes episode where you talk specifically about the various things you do, uh, and not only to set up the show, uh, not only to kind of get everything started, what you have to plug into what to make everything work, but but also just 
sort of behind the scenes what what you do as the show's going on uh, beyond talking <laughs> and how you sort of manage all those things and what you try and remember and you know, watching the chat room and just all that kind of stuff, you know, what you're having to tweak or change on the mixer, just any any of those kinds of things in the actual running of the live show. I, I know a lot of it comes naturally to you now that you're so good at it, but uh, uh, yeah, it'd be great to have you sort of uh, take take us through that, you know, step-by-step step from beginning to end live shows. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Podcast Answer Man is one of my favorite things in the world. love being GSBN. TV Plus member. If you're not already, you should try because it is the bomb. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, Chris. Thank you so much. And before I answer your question, I'm going to play a similar question from Kylie Mack. And Kylie. Hi, Cliff. This is Kylie in Paris, France of the Katie and Kylie Mack podcast. And I've got a question for Podcast Answer Man. As I wrote to you, I think last week, uh, Katie and I, my co-host, uh, we are gearing up to do our first live show on December 6th, and we're being extremely ambitious because not only are we going to be doing this live show in front of an actual live pub audience rather than in a studio, but we're also going to be doing our first show, hopefully, uh, streaming it live on the Internet so our listeners in Australia and the States and Bangkok and all over can see it as well. So here's my question. I see that on GSPN TV that uh, on the website when you do your live shows, you use Ustream, and I was wondering um, why. Did you try some other ones out or what your reasoning was behind that? And um, where, did you look at any other sites? We're also looking at livevideo.com, and I was wondering what thoughts or suggestions you had um, as this will be really, really, like I said, the first time that we'll be doing this. Um, also, I'll be posting something on the forum, the podcast Answer Me on the forum. So if any of the other listeners have any comments or suggestions about doing live shows, I would love to hear them. Thanks so much, and I look forward to listening to more podcast Answer Man. Thanks. Bye. All right, Kylie, thank you so much. And uh, for those of you who are listening to this, that question was actually sent in and submitted, oh, several months ago. And uh, don't worry, though, uh, Kylie got all the information she needed. We, I, I basically listened to the voicemail at the time, and I immediately gave her some personal one-on-one advice and answers. And we had a, we had a long, wonderful discussion in the Ustream um, in the, uh, not the Ustream, but we had a long, wonderful discussion in the forum post that she had posted in Podcast Answer Man. She got all the answers she needed and she had a wonderful event. So I'm glad that went well for her. But I still kept the question in the inbox here or in the file for Podcast Answer Man because I knew I'd eventually want to get around to uh, answering this question. And Chris, you know, with yours on top of it, um, I would like to say a couple things to, uh, first of all, the Ustream thing. Uh, is there, have I tried other streaming live um, video sources or services? Yes, I have. I, I actually started with Ustream. I started with Ustream as soon as Ustream came out. I mean, I think I was, I was broadcasting via Ustream within the first week to two weeks that they had their service publicly available. And um, I have been a huge fan of Ustream ever since. Uh, Brad is one of the co-founders over there, and Brad is a is a wonderful guy. And 
Uh, I've developed a great relationship with him, um, j- you know, as much as you do through, you know, being just one of literally tens of thousands of users that he has. But at least he and I are on a first name basis. And uh, I've always just felt like I've been taken care of extremely well uh, over at Ustream.tv. And not to mention the fact that just the way that they market themselves is simply amazing. Uh, I love it when I see regular public figure figures uh, embracing the Ustream.tv technology on a consistent basis. I mean, we're talking, you know, there were um, debates uh, publicized that were made available only through Ustream. Uh, there, are, well, I, I'm thinking the YouTube one, but um, that, as far as uh, addresses from candidates, there, there were Ustream only events from candidates during the ele- election. Um, you know, TV actors, uh, music artists who are only broadcasting on Ustream on a consistent basis. So just a lot of those things are happening on a, and they and they've been happening from the beginning. They've just re- done a really great job. They also are always consistently consistently listening to the community about what we want and what we desire and what issues we're having, and they're they're on top of that. And they seem to be the most. Uh, the most consistent with quality of service and consistency of of just being available, not being down. Now, some other services that I've tried with Stickam, uh, I never really had a lot of uh, love for Stickam at all because their player is so obtrusive and it's it's big and bulky. Um, and and sometimes just, especially in the early days, it was so overcomplicated. Uh, and then, of course, there were some other issues um, with other services, they would work. And, and in fact, there have been times when Ustream has gone down, but for the most part, uh, Ustream has been amazing. And I, when I say amazing, it's just literally they've been perfect. And um, I like Ustream and, 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 I, and I love using them. Now, I don't use the Ustream chat room uh, for a reason. Uh, I, I don't like the IRC style chat. Um, and, and no other reason other than the fact that I've just never been an IRC user. Uh, and I also didn't like some of the, the, the way that it didn't load the right way all the time. So Ustream's chat room to me sometimes is quite a bit buggy. I try to get in and sign in and chat with people that are doing live Ustream shows. And sometimes I can't even get logged in. I can't even chat. And I didn't like that. So I've always created my own page. If you if folks head over to gspn.tv slash live, you'll see that. And um, but basically that, that that's kind of my feeling on on Ustream and, and where I've come from. I, I've just found them to be the best and the most reliable. And I like them a lot. Chris, to answer your question about go, giving you a behind the scenes, obviously it's going to be hard for me to do a behind the scenes um, view here in audio form. But I do want to let you know that this is something that I am going to be working on here. I, I've been doing this in webinar form where I kind of do screen caps I, or I do pictures and kind of walk through people through. I've been doing a webinar called uh, Equipment Setup and uh, Processing, you know, Podcasting Workflow. And that has been a very popular and very successful webinar that I've been doing. And I usually charge $95 and for two for two to three hours, I sit there and, and just share all of the things, how I do in, in a great uh, format. And and a lot of people have asked, you know, can you put that together in something where you record it and release it 
for us to so for those who can't make it to your thing. And so I am in the process of recording some uh, video instructional videos on how to do some of these things. It will be made available for purchase, and uh, the good news is it will be made available at a discount for those who are GSPN.TV Plus members. So uh, anyway, hopefully that you know that'll be out. Oh goodness, I'm trying to get these things out within the next week to 10 days. But the uh, problem is, is or, well, it's not a problem. I, no, the extreme blessing is that I've been very busy with a lot of uh, consulting work one-on-one with folks. And, and of course the, you know, that's money that's guaranteed right now. And, and uh, I, I take as much as that work as I can. So uh, anytime I, I pick up a new client and I'm doing consulting for three or four hours one day, uh, that always pushes that that schedule back uh, just a little bit, and and I don't I don't mind that personally, and I hope you guys have patience with me as I produce those uh, those works. But um, one one part one of three is already finished on that webinar, and it is uh, very detailed, very clear, and uh, is, is probably even going to be a better experience than than the the live webinar. Uh, so anyway, be doing that. You know, I was going to answer some other questions here from uh, Scott and some other folks. Uh, let me just answer one other question real quick. Some folks are asking uh, consistently, where did you get your comic avatar? And that's something I get asked uh, really a, a whole lot. And if you're interested in getting a comic avatar like the one you see in the logo of podcastanswerman.com, then uh, I will tell you, you go over to Geek Culture geekculture.com I believe is where it's at and let me just get you uh, let me go to geek culture real quickly here uh, yes yeah, so if you go to geekculture.com on the left hand side you'll see a bunch of comic avatars of Leo Laporte Scott Bourne uh, and you got Amber MacArthur and and so it says portraits by Nitro Zach and if you click on there it'll take you to the site where you can get that Anyway, I'm running out of time. Thank you guys for listening. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye-bye.